Welcome to A Girl in Her 20s, a boss girl podcast on personal growth. My name is Kira, and I'm here to help you manifest the best possible life in your 20s. Remember, you always got this. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to A Girl in Her 20s podcast. It's your host, Kira, and we're back here recording on this lovely Monday. Wow, it's been a very crazy weekend guys I am in a very good mood although I will argue that my day today was not the best um I'll get into that in a second but yeah overall I'm in a very good mood right now I feel like I am like radiating from the inside out I decided to dye my hair and I'm like very 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 happy and thrilled that I did this for a while I've always wanted to have blonde highlights in my hair and a while ago like I guess four years ago I did the whole balayage ombre thing and the color that I got was just like not for me like personally I feel like it looked a lot more like reddish and then it became more bronzy because I wasn't properly taking care of it so I will take responsibility for that but I just hated the color like and I yeah absolutely hated the color and then going into the salon I was very afraid that I'd get that same like red kind of blonde color almost like a strawberry blonde type of color and the hairstylist did such a good job I went to a hairstylist who specializes with Asian hair and I feel like that really made a huge difference so for any of my Asian listeners out there I would really recommend going to like an Asian stylist because I feel like that made such a huge world of a difference because she like understood my hair type and like was using, I remember she was using like a Japanese comb or whatever to like properly brush my hair and I'm like, and I'm half Japanese. So it's just like really cool. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that it was such a big difference, but I feel like it really made a difference and she really paid attention to the details. And honestly, I'm so obsessed. So yeah, I got like an ashy blonde uh, highlights look I was debating getting carpet bangs guys and I was going to do it but then I decided not to do it just because I've had bangs in the past like side bangs maybe like in middle school or whatever and I absolutely hated them and I was like what if I hated this and like I have it on my head for like a very long time and so I decided to get like longer framing um bangs so they're like past my chin so there's still like the idea of like carpet bangs and I can still style them so they're like swooped to the side like a curling iron but then I don't need to actually cut it like so it's short if that makes any sense but yeah that's my little ramble on about my new hair I'm very 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 excited and pumped so if you guys need like a change or you want to like pump yourself up definitely recommend going to get your hair done like maybe get a cut you know don't you don't have to necessarily dye it but you know do something different I feel like it really just like pumps me up whenever time I look at myself in the mirror I'm just like whoa who is that person that's like not Kira but it's like yep this is me now so yeah very very good mood because of that today was like not the best day I've I don't know my stomach this last week has been very sensitive pretty much like randomly I'll eat a meal and I'll just get super nauseous and sick after and feel like I need to like throw up I don't know if that's like too much information but like literally today I I had to miss part of my work meeting because I got sick and it was just very very frustrating I don't know what's going on with my body I feel like I need to like actually take this seriously the fact that it's like actually making me sick like it's one thing to have like a stomach ache but this is like full-blown like I am nauseous I'm like 
in like curled up in a ball like I can't move I'm in so much pain it's like okay you need to reevaluate what you're eating and putting into your body because obviously something is not going well into my body so I'm thinking it's either dairy well I'm almost positive it's either dairy gluten or too much like fatty oils you know so I'm gonna like try to lay off dairy first see what that does to my stomach and from there kind of keep going but it's just like crazy I've never experienced anything like this it's really really weird I don't know if any of you guys know any tips or have any tricks or whatever please dm me and let me know because I feel like I need I don't know maybe I should go see a nutritionist or something I just feel so stuck and it's frustrating because it like totally impacts my day and like especially during work I don't want to get sick while I'm trying to like do work you know so yeah that's been that was definitely annoying but I'm trying to stay positive and like not let it affect my overall mood and being so yeah another thing that I want to talk about today is before we get into the main conversation of today's episode I want to talk to you guys about the show The Social Dilemma I'm sure you guys have all heard of it it's very popular on social media everyone's talking about it because it literally is the idea of how social media is completely messing up our world or like not social media, but like the platforms itself have these crazy algorithms that pretty much spy on your behavior that when you're using your phone on like the internet or like Google. Um, so it's like, I guess it's not just social media, it's Google as well, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, like all of these platforms you know, they're spying on you and they're like the algorithm itself is getting so advanced that it can predict what will make you want to click on, you know, whatever or make you watch longer. I guess the overall idea is so that you could stay more engaged with the app, which makes complete sense why, you know, as a as a business point standpoint, why they would want to keep you engaged because of course, the more you're engaged, the more ads they can play, more, more revenue they can make. I feel like this is such a flawed system though because like they said in the documentary there's no real regulations and how they on how much data that they're watching you and the privacy laws and like there's really just not much out there yet and obviously that's a huge problem that there's no regulation because really it just sounds crazy this sense that like social media can really change and manipulate your behavior and maybe you weren't thinking something but then because you always see it on your timeline on Facebook or you always see it on your feed on Instagram you're more likely to think something you know part of me is like maybe I got my hair done and wanted to dye it blonde because I I follow a lot of I guess influencers or whatever and a lot of them have blonde hair and then I'm like ooh, that would look good on me you know Maybe that's like something that the algorithm picked up and is now forced, not forced me, but made me decide to, you know, do my hair. I don't really know. I'm totally like just speculating. I feel like it's this conversation is something that should be talked about. Like I'm so glad that Netflix created this documentary and put it out there for the world to see. But I feel like it's a conversation that everyone should be having because it's like this needs to stop because it's like when you go on social media, it's become such a negative thing. And And I'm really passionate about it because in general, like I just feel like social media can, can bring positivity. There's great things that it can provide. I feel like for me, it allows me to communicate with my friends that I can't see um, in Toronto anymore, that my friends from California and my boyfriend that I'm in a long distance relationship with, you know, social media has been super helpful in that aspect. However, I feel like it's also been a negative thing because 
I mean, like people talk about, like you get FOMO and like I said, it makes you think that you need these things and you just get drained on your phone and like you don't live your life because you're just stuck on your phone scrolling on TikTok. I mean, there's just so many things and for me, like I really want to live my life to the best. I want to be fulfilling all my goals and in this Netflix documentary, they're talking about how like almost like they're manipulating our lives and making us think whatever our goals are it doesn't really matter they're kind of manipulating and just creating what we think what they think will drive more revenue and almost change our perspective and and like I said push all this information into our face that maybe we wouldn't have thought one thing but now we're going to think this thing because it's pushed in our face and we see it all the time you know and that's really how the mind works it's like if you're seeing something all the time it's going to be thinking about that it's kind of like which makes sense, but you know, kind of like the idea of, you know, negative body image or whatever. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself, oh, I look, you know, fat, or you say those negative terms to yourself and you say to yourself all the time, then of course your body's gonna believe it. Your mind is gonna believe it. And it's the same type of idea if you're like on your phone and you, and you constantly see, like, one of the examples they were giving is that, like, you'll see, like, climate change is um, a hoax and it's not real and also they were arguing that it depends where you are geographically maybe you'll say it's a hoax maybe they'll say it's real but it really depends on where you actually live and then if maybe if you're watching videos on this and of course algorithm is going to push more videos like that into your feed and then you're gonna like for you you might think wow this is all over my feed this must be real everyone else must be seeing the same things on their feed and that's the thing is that not everyone is seeing the same things on their feed which is another crazy thing to me like I didn't didn't really think of it that way because I would think that like if my friend had very similar interests as me they would have a very similar feed like on their Facebook or Instagram or whatever but they're saying no like it's really individualized that's how like crazy the algorithm is is that it can literally predict what your next move is what you're going to be clicking and watching and it's so personalized so that really it it's just up to every person and I don't know it just like is really just making me really rethink a lot of things and it's so hard because even with my podcast I love the social media aspect of it because I love being able to connect with you guys like that is the most important part of this podcast well one of the most important parts of this podcast I want to be able to create a community and I feel like through social media it's the easiest way to do that but at the same time, I don't want to be like sucked into it and like not have a life and like not, you know, just live my best life because that is what I preach in this podcast is to live your and manifest the best life in your 20s, right? And so I don't know, this is how, this is like the rabbit hole that I go under. I'm like, oh my gosh, should I not be on social media as much? Should I take an Instagram break? But then of course I can't because I want to be on my podcast Instagram so I can, you know, connect with you guys and update you guys on my episodes and everything so I feel like I can't really do that so I don't know I'm like at like this like weird just like in between not sure no not sure where I should go but I don't know if you guys have any thoughts and opinions on this conversation and let me know because I feel like there's definitely a way to balance it I try to like not let myself go on TikTok too long I try not to do stuff before bed I'm like trying to implement these healthier habits but it's still hard, right? I mean, like once you get on your phone, I find that it can become so addicting. And that is really literally the algorithm doing its job. It's that's what it does. So yeah, that's my little rant on the social dilemma. Definitely give it a watch on Netflix. I think it's worth it as I've talked about in this podcast episode. So for today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about the conversation of heartbreak. Wow, I feel like when I went through this, this was... Mm, Oh my goodness, it was my first heartbreak. 
there hasn't been many. There really, there's only been one. And I think this was four or five years ago. God, it was so long ago. But I remember when I first went through it, I remember literally after going through it, I was like, or after I got out of my first relationship, I was searching on Google how to get over a breakup and whatnot. Because I feel like in that moment, it is so devastating. Your thoughts are so revolved around that person and you like are learning to live without texting that person talking to them every day or whatever and it, it was hard um for me and my first breakup was was kind of mutual I'd say and you know even like, and after that like I went through many not heartbreaks but like many like you know I dated somebody and then it didn't work out and you know it sucked right it still like wasn't like you know I was in love with anybody but just like the fact that, you know, I would date people and then, you know, it wouldn't work out and then I'd be sad, of course. So it was like, you know, dealing with it in a very miniature way. But I feel like my first heartbreak was such a big, I guess, change for me because I learned and I feel like after I got over that first heartbreak, everything else after that was kind of just like, eh, like I've gone through, you know, the worst and everything else will be, you know, it, it is what it is. Obviously now I'm in a relationship now, so it's different, but I do, I definitely like to reflect on it because I feel like it's very interesting. I feel like it during that time felt like uh, everything to me. Like I felt like I would just feel sad forever. <laughs> I'm also, like I, I've talked about this in other episodes, I'm a very dramatic person. And I don't really like drama, but I'm a dramatic person. I, I, I'm very emotional. So like I think that first breakup, it took me like almost a year to get over it. Which you're like, whoa, Kira, that's a long time. And like that's for me to fully like yeah I was probably over it within the first six months but like I feel like to be fully fully like not caring what he was doing who he was seeing and like you know like on Instagram like and I did that thing where we were still like following each other on social media so like I would see stuff and it would make me upset or whatever and like I feel like that kind of those feelings didn't really go away until like a year it was like that whole time period there where it really freaking sucked. I'm going to explain in my words how what the stages and that I went through and then what I used to help get through it because I think this can be applied to it doesn't have to be like someone that you were in a relationship with this could be someone just who freaking you know some fuck boy who came into your life and screwed you over and now you're you know whatever this really could apply to everything and I applied it to pretty much any situation that I had in my past. The first thing that I feel like you have to let yourself do is you have to let yourself grieve. And <laughs> I at first was like, when it happened, I was like, yes, this is what I need. I, I wanted this, I'm good, like I'm fine. And I didn't really let myself like go through it. And then, and then I realized this is okay. This is actually really sucks and I'm not okay. <laughs> and um, I like felt like I needed to just exactly grieve and really like soak up all my thoughts and I feel felt like I really relied on my friends at that point to really help make me feel better and that's why I'm so grateful that I had really strong friendships at that point in my life when I was going through this because they were there for me and like you know I had like <laughs> I had that like typical like go to a friend's house eat and indulge and like ice cream and candy and watch movies like I literally did that with my friends. Did it help? Not really, guys. So don't recommend that, really. But it did in the moment. Actually, no. Sorry. In the moment, it felt good. 
But then afterwards I felt like crap because I ate so much like junk food. But in the moment it felt really nice. And yeah, I feel like I just had like a grieving period where I just had to accept the fact that it sucked. And you know, that's just like normal guys. But then I think after I let myself grieve, then I went into another stage of like, I kind of what I did, which probably not the most healthy thing, I became angry. And I feel like this is another stage of like breakup where you become angry and you're like, yeah, well, I don't like this person anyways, because of this, this and this and you like, associate anger towards them. And one of my good friends at the time, like, he kind of sat me down and was like, here, you know what, like, I know, like, you could say this and this about the person, but honestly, at the end of the day, the, the best way, and it was actually very interesting, because he got out of a relationship before I got out of mine, so I feel like we were both kind of going through similar things, and same thing, he was grieving in different ways, and we kind of already went through it a bit, so, like, he was like, the easiest way to get over someone is to really, like, have absolutely no feelings of anything towards that person don't feel you know you don't feel sad you don't feel hate or anger it's just like nothing like you literally are just like you see that person you're like I don't give you know whatever about them right and at that point like because I was just so angry because I was just trying to like hate him so I wouldn't like him which like I said is it's still me putting like energy towards him which is still requiring me to think about that person and I feel like it's so important to like at that moment as like easy it is as it is to, to want to just hate them so you don't like them it's like no don't do that like just you know wish them the best I'm not saying this is something that's easy to do because I feel like when you're upset like your emotions kind of take over and it just like tries to do whatever it can to make yourself feel better and that in that moment I felt like I need to hate that person to make myself feel better. But it was like in the overall scheme, I feel like I was still putting more energy towards him. I was still thinking about him and it wasn't really getting me anywhere. It was just negative, right? So, and then I had to think and reflect on why we broke up, like, and remind myself of those reasons. Like, yes, there were so many things that just wasn't going to work in our relationship and moving forward, things that I wanted, things that he wanted, like that just weren't going to align. And then I would think, am I asking too much by wanting this and this out of the relationship? But then it's like, no, if you want this out of the relationship, you're never, you're never asking for too much. Yeah, there could be some points where you're like, okay, okay, like you're like asking them for like their arm or something. Okay, no, that's, that's too much. Okay, I don't even, <laughs> that's a very bad example. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are probably like, here, you're crazy. Whatever, you know what I mean? If there's things that you want in a relationship, you know, if you want to be exclusive, if you want um, to have date nights on Fridays, if you want, like things like that, reasonable things that you want, that's not asking for too much. If that's what you want, the right person will give that to you. And same thing, it's like, you know, it's a balance. And you know, that, that person might ask things of you and then you'll give those things to that person. But it's always a balance. Like I talked about in other episodes with friendships, relationships in general, like, it's a teeter-totter and like you have to be, you know, balanced, you know, in all ways. I feel like if one person's giving too much, then the other person's going to feel like they're not needed enough and they're not going to be happy. And also it's compromise as well. You know what I mean? Like if they want something maybe that you don't really want to do or don't want, then maybe you guys come to some type of compromise or agreement about something that kind of meets you guys both in the middle. But I feel like that's a lot of what makes a good relationship is having and being able to have those conversations and being able to make compromises for one another. And I feel like that's what makes the difference between a really good relationship versus maybe a more toxic relationship if you can't ever come to those agreements 
or compromises because yes there's always going to be differences there's always going to be other opinions but it's being able to get past that and come to a solution that is good for both of you so yeah back to my story in that time period like I said it was just really hard and we did that stupid thing where we would talk to each other here and there in between like even though we were broken up and I feel like that was such a wrong thing to do I feel like some people I know can do this but for me I feel like I really need to cut that person off and like not talk to them at all so I can like really give myself that time to heal and like grow because it's so easy guys I know how easy it is to want to like hit up your ex like and just see how they're doing but it's like really like I feel like we shouldn't have done that and I feel like I really should have just taken a year to just like do my own thing another thing you know after getting out of a breakup I really would take that time for yourself and try not to jump into anything afterwards uh, I did that <laughs> was not great guys really was not great you know I've learned a lot from all these things that I've done and just out of personal experience I think it's really so important to just take that time for yourself spend time with your friends like learn more about you do things that make you happy pick up hobbies pick up work whatever it is side hobbies side hustles whatever and just build yourself up give yourself all that confidence make yourself feel like amazing and just you know I think once you get there in your life when you realize that you are really grateful for your life you are like thriving as your own person and you don't feel the need to like need somebody else I feel like that's when love just naturally comes in I mean yes I know you can go on apps meet people totally totally get that and um you know that's totally option but I feel like you know it it's when you're at your best place and you're having all this positive energy that you're putting out in the world you're manifesting positive things the law of attraction you know is you're going to come off as an attractive person and more likely you will find someone else who finds you attractive and that works out that way and I talked about this like with my current relationship now like when before I met Bryce like I feel like I was I was totally okay with not being in a relationship like I was you know living up my life and trying to enjoy as much as I can and he just came into my life at that point because I was at a good place you know so I feel like it's just so key to just really give yourself that time to for you um, and cause I think it's also just so easy if you do try, try to date somebody after you're out of a relationship, then it's so easy to compare that new person you're dating to your ex. And it just gets kind of tough. I never want to compare anyone to anybody cause nobody deserves that in general. I would not want like a guy that's dating me to compare me to their ex. So I would never want to do the same thing to them. So yeah, I, I feel like it's good to just give yourself that time to really heal and like you'll know when you're over that guy. Like I don't know. I think it's like you just you wake up and you're like I literally have absolutely no feelings for them. They could be off doing whatever and I would not give it like a care in the world. You know, it's just you'll just know at that point. But like I said, it's just giving yourself that time um, to relax and just do you, you know, do you boo, you know, live your life. <laughs> And um, I think at that point, things just get easier and they fall into place. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Th those are kind of my steps that I took to, um, you know, get through heartbreak. It's not easy. I know it's not easy, guys. It's like so tough. And um, I feel like it's something that you really go through in your 20s. You go through different relationships. But I think what's so important and is really like key to think about in any new relationship is to also not regret any relationship that you've had. Because I feel like either way, you've learned something from that relationship. 
And definitely for my first relationship, I learned so many things, so, so many things. And every person that I dated after that, like I learned new things from and, you know, things that I want, things that I don't want, you know, things like that. And you carry that on. And it's kind of like you're figuring out what you need in a relationship. And it's something that is like comes with experience. Some people, you know, they date two people and like that's that. And they just, they figure it out and it works, you know. But for me personally, like I liked having different experiences, meeting different people and kind of learning what I wanted in general. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think it's really important to give yourself that time and to also reflect and, you know, realize that the relationship was good for something because I think at the same time, like to like be mad at yourself and be like, oh my God, I just wasted like X amount of years on this person. But it's like, no, you actually really didn't because I'm sure you had good moments in that time being. And even if you didn't, (laughs) for some reason you didn't, you learned something and you learned a big lesson and you're going to apply that into your next relationship. Or, you know, you, you stay out of a relationship for a very long time and you're single and you just enjoy being single. And that's great too. So, I mean, yes, like after my first big breakup, like I was pretty much like I was quote unquote single for four years, but I dated guys in between, but like I was single and it was amazing for me. Like I just, I felt like it was such a period of growth and I needed to be, you know, I'm I'm glad that I dated people, but nothing was serious because I feel like at the same time, I just wasn't ready for that. And everything really does fall into place when it's meant to fall into place and with Bryce, like it, it just made sense at that time being. It just kind of manifested into something amazing, something that I never expected to happen. But I don't know. It just like was from all my experiences, I really, really learned something. So yeah, I hope this was helpful for you guys. I think overall, just know that you're going to be okay. If you're going through a heartbreak right now, you're going to get through it. You know, there's always a, it's always a brand new day, first of all, then wake up in the morning, you know, and some days are harder than others. But just know that like your heart heals, like it's not a forever feeling. You will get through it. I mean, that's just the end of the day. You will, you'll adjust and you'll learn how to live your life without that person. And as long as you fill it with good things, good friends, your own self, learning, hobbies, whatever, I feel like when you really focus on that stuff, it just gets really easy to not think about that person. Yeah, and live your best life in general. So yeah, I hope this is really helpful for you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. And please make sure to follow the A Girl in Our 20s podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Give us a review if you're enjoying the podcast. It all just really helps out the growth so other people can find this podcast build this community together and yeah so it all really really helps so thank you guys so much i hope you have an amazing rest of your day slash night okay bye